Welcome to Masters of Employee Development, Mike Acker's podcast devoted to training team members in any type of organization. As a best-selling author, corporate trainer, and business leader, I seek out guests each week to discuss training successes, challenges, and best practices. On this show, you will hear from incredible CEOs, HR directors, and other experienced managers responsible for leadership and development. Lean in, listen, and take part in a community dedicated to improving life through increasing leadership. How do we tear down walls between departments? How do we tear down those silos that easily are built up? By investing in individuals with intentionality. Today on the show, Marianne Scarzello. Check it out. Welcome, Marianne. I'm so glad that you've joined me for the conversation today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's uh, great. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that. It's nice and nice weather behind you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're in monsoon (laughs) season right now, though, in Tucson. So it's been a lot of rain this year. We're in the same spot right now in Fairhope, Alabama. So (laughs) it's not monsoon, it's hurricane season. So that's why I moved to Tucson instead of this uh, further south. Yeah, natural disasters here. (laughs) (laughs) Just a lot of hot, hot summers. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) Love it. Well, as I told you before, my dad loves it there. So, Mm. well, we're not just here to talk about weather. We are talking about employee development, and I'm so glad you're on this. But before we dive into really the content, give all of us an understanding of who you are and what's your role, and tell us a little bit about your company. Sure. So um, I am the HR director at Tucson Old Pueblo Credit Union. Uh, I have moved up through the ranks from HR generalist um, and then straight to director uh, when I got this position. I've been in HR for about seven or eight years now. Um, Started off in hospitality. So I've had a lot of different jobs that didn't lead to working in the credit union. Um, And then here I was. Um, so I started off my degree with culinary arts and hospitality management, which is very, very different. However, I did get a little bit of HR in that training, in that degree. Um, the happened to move to a travel company that I was doing bookkeeping for and asked them if I could take on the HR because they were they were struggling in that area. So pretty self-taught in the HR area. I've taken on all of the learning opportunities that I can and ended up uh, when I moved to Tucson, got an HR generalist job here and have been here ever since. So the last four years. So was it out of need that you were drawn into HR or was it out of this desire to, to build up people and do that? In part it was out of need at the time but I knew that it was something that I wanted to do from my my degree days HR was actually the um the best class that I took it was the one that I got the best marks in I always enjoyed really like very much knowing that I can go into any company and it can be as bad as possible and I can help improve things and make things better for the employees and make a difference in everyone's um work lives I love that. When it comes to HR, a lot of people don't even realize that every single person who's in any type of management is in HR mm. and you're working with humans Yes. <laughs> and you're managing them, directing them, and you're a resource mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. So 
So talk to us a little bit about maybe an employee or one of your team leaders who has been very successful in developing others. I always like to give people a chance to brag on somebody here. Yeah. Uh, so we have um, a solar loan com- uh, department in our company. Um, we initially started selling solar loans 2014 and it was part of member service and it kind of grew to its own uh, department. The person that we hired to take that on, she was originally in our business development. She took it on and created this department out of nothing. (laughs) She has seen about 500% growth in that department just from her, um, her management, her sales abilities, her being able to just talk to anyone that skill is pretty impressive in my opinion um she comes to my book club every month she talks she does as many webinars as she possibly can any trainings that we offer her she'll take it up and her um her department has grown from just her to two other people under her and will potentially grow for another person under her by the end of the year uh she has just she's blown me away with um for someone who said she never wanted to lead again when she first got to us she has really just taken ownership and it's incredible to see to see her blossom there when you look at her success what do you see as some of the key key areas that have made her successful in in developing her her division i would say her drive to learn to not feel just comfortable where she is. She's constantly looking to improve both herself and her department, and she will listen to other feedback from other departments to say where things might could be improved. Um, She's constantly looking at webinars. I think she's done about 10 in the last three months just on like leadership and making sure that she is being the best leader she possibly can be to her team. So. I love that. When, when we are constantly pulling stuff into ourselves from learning, we're able to then give it out to others. Yeah. So what challenges are you, are you facing in leadership? What challenges do you see in developing leaders or what challenges are your different department heads having in developing people? I would say, honestly, time and dedication is the biggest challenge that we find developing leaders. Um, A lot of employees say they want to be like to grow in the company and then they go through their regular work day and it's the end of the day, they don't know where the time went and they haven't been able to go and learn what they wanted to learn. Um, So it's really, it's, it's very important for us as leaders to make sure that our employees are given the time and told this can wait, let's do this training first, and then we'll go back to that. Um, So that's a huge, huge challenge that and then um, people thinking that they they want to learn and grow and then being thrown into it and suddenly, oh my God, this is overwhelming. So you kind of have to do it step by step as well. It's it's very, uh, it's difficult to determine when people will be overwhelmed or when they can soak in as much as they possibly can. So you kind of have to have this two-way communication that uh, they feel comfortable being able to tell you, no, this is too much, or 
well, I think I could take on a little bit more. Anything else you can give me would be good. So, in your role, there's probably a lot of listening that goes in it, goes into it. Trying to understand, do I need to push this person more because they're not putting in the time, or do I need to pause them because they're not actually able to to withhold that? When you think about your week in terms of developing leaders, what are some rhythms that you put into your life? What are some different things that you do so that you make sure your department heads and other people have what they need so they can develop people? So one of the things that I try and do every week is have my little walkabout in the branch, uh, just make sure that I'm actually connecting with people. It's very easy for me to focus on my work and get focused on the details and analyzing and and when I don't do that, I notice a huge difference. So walking around and talking to people, how's it going today? What's going on? Any challenges are you facing? And um, just having conversations, seeing where those conversations take us helps me to get a better idea and a better picture of like what's going on with everyone else before I can make those decisions for people. I think what you just said there is gold. And some people are going to absolutely know about that. And some people aren't. And so let me just even go back to that. You said when you're just focused on your work. And so often mm-hmm. we think our work is, is the computer in front of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then you don't actually do the real work of going out there and meeting with the people and resourcing them and building them up and finding everything. There's exactly. going to be no computer work if you don't do the people work. Exactly. So well, there's going to be extra computer work because you have to hire the more people <laughs> if you haven't found out there was something wrong <laughs> yeah. or you don't have the trust or whatever happens mm. yeah. I think what's easy is it's so often that we get to stuck up on what we think we need to be doing and not actually doing the the work of people exactly. and of course, there is work that we need to do in front of the computer. Spreadsheets need to be spreaded and <laughs> they need to be processed and emails sometimes need to be responded to. Yeah. So when you're looking at people, say, for example, you are building these people and you mentioned this person whose her team keeps on growing. What criteria are you looking for for someone coming onto the team? Um, say they have to have a drive to learn and grow and not just accept the status quo, status quo. Sorry, translation is (laughs) sometimes a challenge for me. Um, I would say that it's, it's important for them to demonstrate that they want to make things more efficient as well, because we're not perfect. No one's perfect. We build things from scratch and then find out that we need to change certain things because it's not working very well. Um, a huge other thing is ensuring that they know interdepartmental communication is a big key to making things run smoothly because just because your team is doing th- something that you think is not necessary, if you then cut that step out, that may then affect compliance or underwriting or any other team that we have. And then they might struggle to do their job because you thought it was an extra step. So that extra communication and showing that they're willing to go and talk with other teams when there's an issue, um, that's huge. That's a a big criteria for us. 
I, I love those. We have determination right there, the drive. Mm. Absolutely. Have you ever hired someone that you just had to push the whole way? Mm. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> That's not fun. And then that inner communication, exactly. uh, the, the emotional intelligence. I just recently yeah. released a book on emotional intelligence. So much aimed at this kind of stuff that yeah. you got to get out there and talk to other people. Yeah. I've seen so, so many people just complain that like, oh, this department doesn't do this or this department or have you spoken to them? Is there a reason that they're not doing this? Maybe let's focus on working together to build this to be the most efficient thing. Yeah, yeah they're going to HR sometimes. And this happens easily mm-hmm. is that professionals can treat HR as like the parent. Yes. To mediate instead of figuring out how to relate with your sibling on your own, mm-hmm. you go off and you go talk to the mom and dad and say, you yeah. figure it out for us. Yes. <laughs> that happens. You don't like those conversations, it sounds like. (laughs) What are you then consistently training people on? So if you look at Marianne goes and consistently is telling people how to do this or consistently bringing in these type of training modules or the ones that you create, and why are those the ones that you keep on creating? Um, Honestly, For supervisors, I'm constantly reminding them to ask for feedback and training on how to ask for feedback, Um, because I don't think that we're going to get anywhere unless we do get the feedback, especially when it comes to training employees. If you just train them and say, okay, done, washing my hands, that was good, Um, and then don't ask for the feedback, you could have an entry-level employee that says, that was really useless for me. I didn't learn a thing that I can then implement into my daily life, but this is but, how they But train. wait a minute, Marianne, <laughs> the whole idea about being a supervisor is that you don't, you've reached the top and you now don't have anybody who, right? <laughs> no, no, you've got to be a service <laughs> leader. You've got to understand how to make your team be the best that they can be. And sometimes that means receiving that feedback from from the employees and saying, okay, what worked well, what did not work well? And you have to solicit the feedback because if you don't do that, you're not going to have an entry-level employee who's been here six months come up to the HR director and be like, I didn't like that training. That just didn't help me. (laughs) You're going to have to ask for it because no one likes to give feedback that's not, hey, that was wonderful. That was great. Um, it's, it's a, it's a challenge to train, to ask for feedback. Um, and then for the employees, efficiencies and communication, are the, the main things that we train on, um, every year we have an all staff training day where the branch is closed and we go out to another area, location, hotel, have a day of training. And normally that does consist on communication and trying to build that communication ability between the teams because most people focus on this is my team this is where I communicate and that's it for the day (laughs) so um what we're trying to do this most recent one I had some pretty good feedback on where we had each team write down one of their pain points something that really frustrates them causes them extra work and they don't know how to fix it um, and then we took that piece of paper and we gave it to the next team and they wrote down a potential solution from their point of view. And then we did that three more times. So then we had four potential solutions 
that we could then discuss and those solutions were discussed and we could we had everyone there we could talk about will this affect compliance will this affect our audits or an examine examiners um requests will this affect another department in a negative way or will it be a positive thing for everyone um and then from that we were able to implement i think four or five different solutions in just two weeks after coming back from that training day so that is an incredible idea mm. so it's not even just getting one person's viewpoint it's not just a team but you're mm. banding it around for a while yeah and passing it on so that people would, i think that's a fascinating takeaway for people who are listening and watching mm. to to look at it and how, how big is the team that you're talking about or the amount of people that you did this with so the organization we have 60 employees mm -hmm. um and each department is about five people we spent about an hour on it um and after that training session i know there were a couple of managers that ended up getting together and trying to work on these things individually as well so that they could work within the teams that that they affect essentially did you see where there there was a sense of more of a a community across departments as a result of that absolutely so this department and this department don't usually interface, but because of because of this exercise, now they're invested. Did you see some of that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that that actually brought people to look at the whole company as the team rather than their individual silos. We've been working very hard to break down any of the silos here since I've been here. So it was that one was probably one of the best um, team building ones that I've done and definitely helped people see the more holistic picture rather than just focusing on my job, my team, this is what we do, we do all of this. And it was really a, oh wow, this affects this team, this team We've got accounting affected over here, we've got underwriting affected. It was, it was great to see that kind of that light bulb switch on for people. Oh, that's incredible. And I know we're coming up on our time here, so I want to be aware of that as well. Mm -hmm. I think even here at the moment, this is just a good spot to pause, though, because that is fantastic idea of bringing together people's emotional intelligence, to use what we just said there, communication, teaching people feedback. So you're not just even telling people, hey, you got to take feedback. This is how you're mm -hmm. modeling that and giving them a very practical way to do it. Mm -hmm. I have not heard, I've been doing these interviews now for a while and I haven't heard that specific technique. So I think that's something that a lot of people can take away mm -hmm. and we can put, call it the, the Marianne model of, <laughs> of tearing down silos. When, like when we wrap this up, as we wrap this up though, is there something that you're thinking, you know what, this is just my heart for HR. This is my, my idea for HR. Anything else that you just want to have a chance to think about or share with us or something that maybe someone who's been in this for a while needs to be refreshed on or someone who's brand new or CEO who's thrown into HR, which every CEO should be to some, some degree. What, what would that be? What would be that, that nugget, that thought? I would say focusing on the individuals rather than just the results that you need you've got the results that you need, you've got your goals, um, but the individuals also have their goals. So how do you align 
those two? How do you align the people with the business and make sure that they're engaged in getting what they need and at the same time it's benefiting the business? Because it's it's very difficult to meld those two together. It's very easy to focus on the numbers and say, well, we really need these sales. Um, but in the end, you're not going to get that if your team isn't engaged. And I think um, I read a book recently. It was The Drive, Daniel Pink. Um, yeah. He talks about the three legs of motivation. Um, you've got the autonomy, the mastery, um, and oh my, God, my mind's gone blank on the third one. Autonomy, mastery. You're just leaving it out there so people want to go I, look at the book. Yeah, you're going to have to go and look. <laughs> Um, but those three things create like a three-legged stool that helps employees to be engaged. And not everyone's going to want to grow. And you're going to have some people who just are happy doing their job and don't want to move up. But most people do want that um, mastery and they want to learn and they want to be challenged. And rather than just coming day in, day out to do the same thing. And it's really trying to figure out how you're going to do that, that matches your company values and your company goals. Incredible. Marianne, I love how individual specific you are, but not just so that it stays there so that it matches the whole. Yeah. I think as I'm listening to you, I'm taking away that it's about them. And then when it's about them, we can talk about us. And thank you so much for sharing. Thanks for your time today. I know you did this in the middle of the day, so I appreciate that and what you've learned here. Is there any kind of contact information you want me to put in the show notes so people can reach out to you on LinkedIn or or check out the credit union there? Is there any links that you yeah. would like? Um, so our credit union, Tucson Pueblo Credit Union, um, is topq.org. Um, my LinkedIn profile is Marianne Scarzello, I think. Just <laughs> I, I tend to focus on my team more than going on to LinkedIn. So, this is, uh, uh, yeah, we'll have to put that on there somehow. <laughs> yeah, I'll get it and put it on there. I have it. Thank you. So, Marianne, thank you, though, so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. That um, was a great experience for me. Absolutely. And thank you for listening. And please take a moment to like, to share. If you know that this will impact someone that's in your circle, make sure that they get this so that they can continue to develop the employees, the team members around them. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Masters of Employee Development. Do you know someone who would be a great guest? Send them to mikeacker.com forward slash apply. Do you want the show notes? Go to connect dot mikeacker.com until next time subscribe rate and give a review on amazon or itunes or your favorite platform